Israel News for November 9, 2022. U.S. President Biden spoke with Prime Minister-to-be Netanyahu for the first time since the last week's election. In a conversation that lasted eight minutes, Biden reportedly told Netanyahu that we are brothers, we will make history together, my commitment to Israel is unquestionable. Netanyahu told Biden, we will bring more historic peace agreements, it is within reach. My commitment to our alliance and our relationship is stronger than ever. The Council of Sages, which is comprised of leading ultra-Orthodox rabbinic leaders, has directed its United Torah Judaism, UTJ, party not to join the new governing coalition unless the government promises to pass a new law that would allow the Knesset to override rulings of the High Court of Justice, that's the equivalent of Congress being able to override Supreme Court rulings. The UTJ hopes to pass legislation that would exempt all yeshiva students from the IDF draft but that was previously struck down by the High Court. The Religious Zionism Party is also in favor of legislation to overrule the High Court, because of laws it wants to pass related to settlements. PM2B Netanyahu has expressed reluctance to pass a High Court override law. He is insisting on forming a government before negotiating deals with coalition members. But Netanyahu cannot form a government without UTJ, so someone will have to bend. President Isaac Herzog has been reportedly working behind the scenes in an attempt to broaden the incoming coalition headed by Netanyahu and form a unity government. Herzog met with Yesh added leader and Prime Minister Yair Lapid and National Unity Leader and Defense Minister Benny Gantz to urge them to join the coalition. But the President's office issued a statement denying the meetings. Both Lapid and Gantz have publicly reiterated that they will keep their promises never to join a Netanyahu-led government. Israel and Qatar are reportedly close to an agreement that would allow Israel to open a temporary diplomatic office in Qatar to provide consular services to thousands of Israelis who will be allowed to fly to Qatar to attend this year's World Cup. The Global Soccer Association FIFA has mandated that as a condition for hosting the World Cup, Qatar must not prohibit fans from attending due to their nationality, effectively requiring Doha to permit Israeli tourists to enter the country. Lebanese media reported that Israeli drones attacked two fuel tankers that crossed the Syria-Iraq border on Tuesday night, killing 14 Iranian militiamen. Shalom Sofer, 63, who suffered serious wounds when he was stabbed by a terrorist as he entered a grocery store in the Palestinian village of Al-Fundak died yesterday as a result of his wounds. The terrorist was captured hours after the attack. Three Palestinian women from Nablus with ties to the Palestinian Islamic Jihad terror group were charged this week over plans to commit a shooting attack against Israeli security forces in the West Bank. Environmental Protection Minister Tamar Zandberg attended a regional meeting alongside Iraqi and Lebanese leaders, at the Global Climate Conference in Egypt yesterday. The countries pledged to work together to deal with climate change. Thanks for listening to the Israel AM News Summary. To receive the Israel AM News Summary directly in your inbox, subscribe at www.israelam.com.